0: podcasters have been listening for free for too long you owe us something well
1: okay listen a lot of you have said hey guys i'd be willing to subscribe and pay x per week or
0: per month for the podcast you know why we don't charge because we're stupid because we're stupid
1: but anyway why don't you think about what would you be willing to pay per month for the armstrong and getty show and then instead of giving it to us give it to warrior foundation freedom station donate it and help our uh, our warriors who are in their time of greatest need. And you got this organization that is all volunteers, and they do fabulous, beautiful, beautiful work helping our guys.
0: So just go to armstrongandgetty.com to donate. It's that simple. This is Armstrong
1: and
2: Getty. The birthplace of tall... I see all these
0: idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh.
2: Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. This isn't improvisational jazz. Close enough is not good enough. If you're going to accuse a president of bribery, you need to make it stick.
3: This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong.
1: Getty,
0: getty. All right, all right. Nancy Pelosi speaking live on every channel as we uh, start the show. Live! Oh, my. Live mm. from mm. Studio C. Si, senor. Hey, dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, little Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Yeah,
1: I apologize since you've just brought up the lovely Speaker of the House who is addressing, I'm sure, the impeachment thing. But the general manager was going to be everything but impeachment. As I've come across a couple of uh, opinion makers, uh, articles, et cetera, that have made it clear that the candidates in Iowa, nobody asks them
0: about it. Yeah. You go to your local lunch counter, your local workplace, nobody's talking about it. Right. Nobody has brought this up in my (laughs) real life. Not one person. Which is amazing because you grow up in school and. You know, the couple impeachment efforts that have ever happened are such a giant news across centuries. You, you kind of get the feeling that, man, that must have been something. But there's one going on right now, and nobody talks about it in real life. Well, this
1: one's phony. And it's DOA. And it will go nowhere. Everyone knows it will go nowhere. It's just, it's a joke. This is such an enormous miscalculation, I-, I believe, by the Democratic Party. But, you know, as you pointed out many times, these times are so strange, it's difficult to appeal to conventional wisdom to figure out if something's a good idea or not.
0: Um, uh, Do we know what Nancy Pelosi is saying on TV while she's on every channel, Marshall? What is she saying? She's I'll bet
1: she's saying words with her mouth like she always does.
2: She is basically uh, talking about an impeachment fact track apparently the de- democratic members of the House uh, judiciary committee have all been ordered to stay in DC this weekend the feeling is they're going to be working up articles of impeachment and head for a christmas time vote okay that's wow that's ex-
1: exactly what jonathan turley was talking about yesterday saying why are you people doing this like this
0: well you're, you're not having the witnesses testify you're just rushing through it well she's doing it for the reasons you just talked about she thought it was a bad idea to start with She's trying to get it over with now because she She indulged her spoiled children
1: in letting it go ahead, but it ain't going to last forever. Right.
0: It's interesting. Anyway, um, yeah, I agree with you. I I don't feel like talking about it, but it is one of the more interesting political calculations that have ever occurred. I think it is going to disappear into the uh, the dustbin of history, though, and nobody will be talking about it come election time. It's not going to play a role on anything. Oh yeah, I want to talk about it. I just don't want to talk about
1: it in the ways, in the tones that the cable news types are doing it, which is taking it absolutely seriously, as if it's the impeachment of Nixon or Andrew Johnson or whatever. Yeah. Um, when it, when it's not that, it's a very strange 21st century uh, political exercise.
0: Anywho, let's introduce everybody in the squad over there. We got to get to a uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station update, obviously, and see where we are on that because we're running out of time to raise five hundred thousand dollars, but. That's on the way right there, Michelangelo, our board operator. How are you this morning, Michael? Hey, pretty good. Have you guys been in the uh, new elevators in the building by, I, by any chance? I have been in the
2: newest elevator. Yeah, with the flash. I mean, with the fancy lights, and, uh, yeah. and they open the door and it's green, and then you shut the door and it turns red. And s- I was just wondering, is it just to be fancy, or is that like a liability thing where they have, you know, if somebody gets
0: stuck in the door, or gets hurt or something, they say, well, you know, the light was red and you walked in, or. Is that what the lights are for, to tell you when you can walk in? Well, that's I guess so, because when you, <laughs> you, know, open, you know This is I'm hypothesizing, <laughs> currently. You know how I know when I'm supposed to walk in? When the doors open.
3: Yeah, but they're green when they're open, and then as they're that's closing, true. they turn red. That's true. Right. They green. also Danger. stop Danger. closing if you happen to not be able to make the, the Indiana Jones-esque leap into the elevator. <laughs>
1: The doors are closing. The doors are closing.
3: Apparently,
0: elevator technology is really, really complicated, because they worked for how long? How many weeks on that one elevator? Oh, it was and a couple months. A couple months, and yeah. they're going to do them all. So it's like it's like you you know you got a lifetime uh, job going on if a, if a building hires you to fix the elevators. I mean, it's pretty ha- cool, but... How's the ride, Michael? Is it nice and smooth?
2: <laughs> How's the ride? <laughs> it seems to be the, about the same, but uh, I oh. love the new lights. It makes me feel special. Of course,
0: the best thing is the elevator uh, employees who've been there for months working on that. Blair and the Armstrong and Getty That's show every right. morning. Every morning, yeah, every morning. yeah. they're big Shout fans. Shout out, fellas, they're big fans. Yep. Um, and I'm a fan of the work you do, taking people up and down. Where would we be without you on the freaking stairs? Yep, we'd they- be plunging That's- to our deaths. Are you kidding? <laughs>
2: oh yeah, <gasps> we just step
0: into that shaft. <laughs> They've gotten to know me as Marshall Phillips. <laughs> oh, uh, There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
3: Doing very well. Uh, I am. Uh, I I've thought about it a lot. And I think at some point, we should have a discussion more about the Irishman and how I think you guys are missing the mark on it being a uh, arguably one of the best movies of the year.: Well Joe, Joe likes it. I, I didn't like it much, and you think it's one of the best movies of the year. yeah yeah, yeah. we should
0: talk about it tomorrow, because right? the critics are fighting over it.
3: Good. Fight it out!
0: (laughs) It does have, um, I saw a compilation of reviews. It is one of the more polarizing uh, sets of reviews I've ever seen. This is one of the great things ever put on film. I've been changed forever as a human being. And what a load of garbage. (laughs) Why was
3: it three (laughs) and a half hours?
0: (laughs) And they're they're usually not that polarized. Yes. Uh,
1: well, I was just going to say, as often, my, my views are, are a bit more nuanced than either of those, and, and in the middle. I'm closer to the it, it load was, of garbage. Well, you watched it on a phone. <laughs> <laughs> in in five-minute t- increments, while you like waited in line at the
0: drugstore. <laughs> I got the gist of it. Show me your no. phone screen. And I got a smaller wow. phone than most people. And, well, wow. yeah Not only, not only yeah. is it... I have a small phone and it's full of cracks. A cracked phone screen. (laughs) On a small phone. Yeah, not one of the big phones. Oh, boy. There are
1: heroin addicts in West Virginia who laugh at your phone.
0: You know, Martin Scorsese is like 90 years old, but he might attack me with his hands if he knew that I was bad-mouthing his movie having watched it on a tiny cracked screen. He he would try as hard as he could to kill you. While in line for things over a couple of days. Um, (laughs) It's not the way I
2: designed it. Uh, There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. You know, I'm putting up Christmas lights for the first time in quite a while, and I forgot just how easy it is to fall off a ladder.
3: Oh. Oh. I
2: I didn't really fall off, but I came close to it. But being fueled by the grape at the time greatly enhanced my cat-like sense of balance.
3: There you go. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) It wasn't a cause, it was a solution. Yes. (laughs) It's
2: what saved you, not what caused the problem. Indeed. Yeah. So anyway, I got a string of lights up in front of the house. They look dandy. I try to remember
0: that ladders are one of the most dangerous yeah. things that you ever encounter in your entire life. When I get on one, because I, I, I I'm very careless with ladders. I climb up on the top step like you're not supposed to. I often have heavy, sharp things with me. <laughs> right? <that> nobody's around <laughs> to hold it. It's wobbling and. I try to keep that yeah. in mind. Well, anyway, no I need to move the ladder. I can just reach over. And exactly. That over yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Let's just stretch out a
0: little further. <laughs> uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Thursday, December 5th, of the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approved this program. <laughs>
1: All right, then let's begin officially. According to FCC rules and regs, the show starts at mark.
2: All members will have five legislative days to submit additional written yeah, questions yeah. for the witnesses or additional material requests. We haven't even the sent request. Too late. The witnesses or additional materials for the, too late? It's too material for materials the record, consent without objection, the hearing is adjourned. Yeah, yeah that's break. just typical, isn't it? Just typical. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's Congress, folks. Was that the ending? That was the very ending. I like the tone of voice from Collins there. We're not even going to get to what? <laughs> <laughs> then Louis Gomer, typical, just typical. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Is, oh boy is right. I get the sense now, having watched a bunch of these hearings, that none of those people actually know what the rules are, including the people running the show.
1: Right. And, they have a vague idea. But,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. 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 But they just, you know, so they just kind of move on, tell people to be quiet or whatever. You can oh, do that. Yeah, sure, uh, I can.
1: It's funny as I listen to that. It occurs to me, as a libertarian, as a small government guy, I ought to be delighted by all this, as as the the Congress in particular. Um, does its utmost, I mean, it's just, it's performing brilliantly in making itself look ridiculous. Yeah. And, I, I, and you know, uh, uh, making our case that don't trust DC to give you a happy life.
0: I wish that's the way people started to uh, feel about it. I think more often people think, you know, that's that evil other side that's keeping in. look at how much they're interrupting or look at how that side won't let my side talk. It's just, you're right.
1: Yeah. I think is, we, we need to fight through
2: that. Yeah, it's it's troubling. Anyway, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, Nancy Pelosi speaking out about the impeachment fast track, which she says is partially based on yesterday's hearings. We'll have highlights from the hearings. And the White House is considering sending thousands of U.S. troops to the Middle East as tensions with Iran are flaring up once again. At least one of the um,
0: lawyer people that talked yesterday in the hearings couldn't be more biased against Trump. Oh, my gosh. It's that a, was such a joke. It's, it's amazing. Wait till you hear some of that. That's pretty entertaining. How does the mailbag look today?
1: Oh, it's very nice, Jack. Uh, very good. A lot of good observations. We have uh, more freedom loving quotes of the day from Andrew Johnson,
0: uh, among other things. I'm uh, interested myself in seeing where we are in terms of raising our $500,000. We're we'll checking on that also all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. According to our friend David Drucker, this is not Nancy Pelosi looking for a way out of impeachment. More on that coming up later. She has announced uh, they're moving forward with the vote and all that sort of stuff. Um, the Druckmeister is insightful. I'd be yeah. curious to hear what he thinks. Yeah, more on that later. Now, can we do a really quick Warrior Foundation Freedom Station update? Find out where we are. To just have a baseline for the day. Figure out where we're going. Drumroll, please. Here we go. We're at currently at...
3: Two hundred twenty-one thousand seven hundred sixty-five dollars. That's
0: pretty awesome. That is great. It's great. I'm... Did I say that
1: wrong? Two hundred twenty-one
3: thousand dollars?
0: Did I say that right? I think you yes, said that. Right. Right. You, okay. did, you, okay. didn't, you didn't sound like a little kid. Okay. Saying two hundred and twenty-one million a $1, thousand hundred million dollars. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a little concerned about our goal, which was extremely aggressive. Yeah, um, yeah, we will have to talk more about that later. We do have Kemal Harris and Willie Brown's mattress donated $10, but that doesn't reach the $20 limit to get your funny name mentioned, so I won't mention that one.
1: Yeah, we we may have to have another on air meeting about that. Is uh, I think uh, was it Phoenix Steve, one of our loyal listeners, uh, threw out like six of them at ten dollars a piece and thinks he should be grandfathered in. <laughs> oh, I see. To the the cover charge to get your funny name read on the air,
0: but uh, it's an interesting point. Yeah, the giraffe that wasn't meant to be donated fifty dollars. So that's <laughs> nice to see. Uh, mailbag.
1: Oh, we'll tell you more about Warrior Foundation Freedom Station uh, coming up and help you understand why it's such an incredible organization, why you want to donate to them. Uh, Jack, a hey, question. I, the Freedom Loving Quote of the Day from Andrew Johnson, keeping with our impeachment theme, it includes a number of old-timey words nobody knows what they mean. Do, do you think it would be okay if I translate?
0: Yes. I think if you don't, it's pointless. Okay. <clears throat>
1: Not with the... Oh, let me make sure I've got this queued up. There it is. Okay. Uh, notwithstanding a lying press, notwithstanding a subsidized gang of hirelings who have not ceased to slander me, I have discharged all of my official duties and fulfilled my pledges. And I say here tonight that if my predecessor, Lincoln, had lived, the vials of wrath would be pouring out upon him. Let them impeach and be damned.
0: Hmm.
1: There you go. Very Trump-esque. Yeah, indeed. And then an honorary freedom-loving quote of the day. I like this. Um, It was sent along by loyal listener uh, Scott. In beautiful Prunedale, California. I hate to even say that word out loud. It makes me feel sick. I've been eating so many prunes to help with the post-operative <laughs> constipation. Mm. Uh, but anyway, we've talked for a long time about, you know, you're you're a law-abiding citizen. You're a patriot. You love the country. And you've been brought up to respect the law and follow the law. And, and, and But then you get to the modern day when we have so many laws and regulations, millions of them. Nobody even knows what they are. Many of them are passed on behalf of special interests. Uh, to limit competition, whatever. So uh, how does a a real patriot look at the law at this point? Uh, Well, this comes from uh, none other than Ben Franklin in 1759. When injustice becomes law, rebellion becomes a duty. There you have it. It's in the eye of the beholder, I guess, and that's where the danger is. Yeah, and, yeah. and,
0: and law by law.
1: Yeah, uh, Kemper, our longtime listener, the genius of Vallejo, California, uh, pointing out among other things that uh, Liz Warren is, is calling for the end of the Electoral College. Uh, he's made this point before, and it's an excellent one. Anybody who says that say, you know, what would be a lot closer to what you're looking for? A popular vote was if, for instance, the state of California had proportional. Uh, electoral representation. This is always not the winner best takes all by one vote.
0: Yeah, this is always the best argument. Right, it, and it, of it,
1: course th- they would run away in horror at that suggestion. So, oh
0: yeah, you cannot make the argument of doing away with the electoral college without doing away with the with the winner takes all state thing. You just can't. And be right. and be intellectually honest.
3: Doesn't doing right. the getting rid of the winner takes all state thing fix a lot of the, the the people's complaints about the electoral college, though? You know, it's it's not it's not even necessarily
1: a great idea, but it's it's going in the direction that they're urging. But they will never do it because they can count on all the electoral votes in California. So it's just it's a highlight of their hypocrisy. Um, but anyway, more on that another time. Uh, This was sent along by Alexander. It is a videotape of a jubilant, hilarious uh, Andrew Yang spraying whipped cream in the mouths of his kneeling supporters. Um, That's not something you see a lot from presidential candidates. No. It's even more ridiculous than I made it sound, too. It's bizarre. Hmm. Uh, I will send it along to uh, Hanson. He will post it at armstrongandgetty.com so you can view it for
3: yourself. Highlight of the video is the campaign staffer who is in real time realizing this is a horrible idea and trying to figure out gentle ways hey hey Andrew can are any of them we women not? are any of them women I don't believe the, s- the the two dudes on the receiving end
1: of the white cream are uh, uh, well they are dudes um, yeah. I that's funny I hadn't I've only seen this once and I didn't see the staffer lurking in the background looking extremely uncomfortable
3: yeah. <laughs> he, he's got a if memory serves he's got a bit of a, a puffy vest on Mm. Yeah, there you yeah, the puffy jacket guy right there. Of course he does. It should go without saying.
0: Oh, man, this next one's so As beautiful. It's so before, good, but it's long. Go no, ahead, with Jack. Nobody outside of Donald Trump has more fun running for president than, than Andrew Yang. He enjoys running for president. <laughs> Boy, I'm watching the video. That's a weird look.
3: So he throws <laughs> his hands up after he does the first one. Yeah. He sees yeah. Andrew going in for the second one, tries oh my to tap God. him on the that's, shoulder. That's weird.
0: <laughs> that
1: is weird. Yeah. Andrew, what are you? Why are you? Oh, my. This is on. Do you see the guy
0: with the phone?
1: He's video. I'm not sure
0: you would realize how this looks from a distance.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, look, he's not going to win. He's I'm not even sure he's trying to win. He's just he's a voice on the scene. He's a new perspective. He has whipped cream. What's not to
0: like? He's trying to get people to talk about automation and what comes next and how we're going to structure society and all that sort of stuff, which are great questions and should be debated, as opposed to a lot of the other crap that gets talked about. Right. Now, give me some whipped cream. (laughs) Marshall's News is next. remind you how great a charity warrior foundation freedom station is as we're trying to raise a half a million dollars we have never not made one of our goals i'm getting nervous about this one uh, yeah so uh, more on that coming up also have you heard the nfl announcer who mentioned the skin color of a player who has now been suspended the announcer not the player yes yes he must be punished and we should discuss whether or not we think that's fair or not we have the audio of that
1: I'm kicking myself right now because during Mailbag, I'm supposed to mention, you can email us at mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com anytime you want. Opinion, something we ought to be talking about, whatever, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We have a handful of people who feel the need to send six emails every single segment. Stop it. Thank you for being so
0: involved and, and caring about the show, but please stop. The active texture emailer needs to be studied. We've all seen the... Um the surveys and that sort of thing like 90% yep. of all the stuff on the internet is like two people <laughs> it's just it's astounding it's a tiny percentage of people who dominate social media well, right but i mean seriously the, the folks who stay in touch and have
1: a lot of good ideas and opinions and say, hey, you guys, look at this article. That's fabulous. But the people who literally half a dozen times in a single segment, as if they're co-hosting and somebody is reading their comments in real time, thats perhaps you've noticed that's not happening. <laughs> Uh, let's get the news now. Marsha
0: Phillips.
2: Well, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says with a heavy heart she is telling Judiciary Chair Jerry Nadler to move forward with articles of impeachment. Oh, stop. Stop with a heavy heart. Uh,
0: I was hoping this wasn't true, but unfortunately it is. <laughs> uh, We're doing this
2: prayerfully and sadly. No, shut up. Nobody's <laughs> buying that. <laughs> Nancy's saying,
1: But with confidence and humility, with allegiance to our founders, and a heart full of love, for america today i am asking our chairman to proceed with articles of impeachment i commend our committee chairs and our members for their somber approach to actions which i wish the president had not made necessary
0: nancy pelosi sounding more like miley cyrus than she usually does for some reason well she's sad jack and prayerful what does she's been crying what does she have a heart full of patriotism or something love heart full of love love got a heart full of love over here can't so it, relate can't relate no
2: <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway, <Heartfully. laughs> anyway we do know house judiciary committee democrats have been asked to stay in dc this weekend again possibly to be getting, uh, to begin drafting articles of impeachment so my
0: immediate thought was well she's just trying to get she she wants them to work on the weekend to get this over with to get this done because it's not going anywhere and if anything it's hurting them not helping them, but David Drucker says that that he doesn't see that. He said this is not Nancy Pelosi looking for a way out of impeachment, in case that's not clear, and he quotes her saying, The facts are uncontested. The president has abused his power. He must think she would use softer language, I guess, if she was trying to get it over with and thought it was hurting him. I don't know.
1: Well now getting it over with and getting out of it, I think, are two different things. I haven't read his piece, but I think she wants to carry it through just for that 30% we've been discussing, that hardest core of the Democratic base, which won't be satisfied unless there's an impeachment trial. Um, But that's the only thing that's driving this right now, is that 30% of hardcore Democrats.
0: Trump tweeted a little bit ago, the do-nothing Democrats had a historically bad day yesterday in the House. They have no case. They're demeaning our country. But nothing matters to them. They've gone crazy.
2: During her, uh, her speech, Pelosi referred to the three legal scholars that testified to the House Judiciary Committee that said Trump's attempts to have Ukraine investigate Democratic rivals are indeed grounds for impeachment, bolstering the Democrats' case. But the fourth, George Washington University's Jonathan Turley warned against moving the process so quickly, contending that the record isn't yet sufficient to impeach. This isn't improv- improvisational jazz. Close enough is not good enough. If you're going to accuse a president of bribery, you need to make it stick because you're trying to remove a duly elected president of the United States.
0: And that that point of view from Jonathan Turley didn't get near as much play as it should have on cable news yesterday as I suspected. And, uh, and we got texts ourselves from people saying, Oh, you're choosing the one guy who's standing up for Trump. Don't you think it's notable that a guy that voted for Hillary Clinton, yeah. that has been a lifelong Democrat, who argued that George Bush should be brought up on war crimes, uh, back during that period of time, says, Nah, you can't impeach somebody over this. You don't think that's notable? Well, and, and what
1: he's saying is not that the call was perfect. In fact, he went into some detail saying it's not. We'll play you the tape in a couple of minutes, but he said, you have not established the facts. You've not interviewed the witnesses. You haven't built the case. You're going off half-baked, half-cocked. This is no way to impeach a
0: president. His argument is is that you're not taking this seriously. And, and they're not. If you're taking it seriously, you have to subpoena Bolton and Giuliani and work it through the courts and try to get them to show up. God dang it, like we said yesterday, too. Giuliani gets compelled to talk, and he's going to be grilled. Now that's a day that's going to be interesting television. <laughs> right.
2: Keep the kids home from school. <laughs> Meanwhile, we get a new Los Angeles Times poll of likely Democratic voters that shows both Warren and Biden are losing ground in California's primary race, and Bernie Sanders is surging ahead by five points since September. So, Oh, my gosh.
0: 20% of all the delegates available happen in California? Yes.
2: At, uh... That's going to put him into a statistical tie for the top spot with Elizabeth Warren. She uh, dropped by seven points, and Biden dropped by six points. Is- uh, I should know this. Delegates in California—is that winner takes
0: all for getting the nomination? I don't. I don't know.
1: Yeah, don't just know. delegates, not uh, not electoral college. Uh, I think it may be, but uh, and listen, listen. The, the good folks at cable news they're not okay. good folks they're awful folks stay away from them unclean um but they unclean. are constantly trying yeah. to promote the idea of a brokered convention and stuff right. like that and it's it's mostly phony on the other hand if bernie wins california how do you avoid that
0: right and um yep. and whatever bloomberg gets with his 9 gazillion dollars worth of ads I still don't know how that's going to play out um uh, w- Elizabeth Warren backpedaling on that whole Medicare for All thing made her look, it really hurt her brand. Right. I mean, I've got a plan until it runs into resistance. Then I have a
2: completely different plan. Right. Bernie, by the way, according to the pollster, is gaining a lot of support from younger voters and Latinos.
0: You know, it gets to that authenticity thing I was talking about yesterday. If people like authentic, even if they don't agree with you um, for some reason, and we hate in inauthentic, even if we do agree with you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's easy to
1: understand. You just, if somebody is authentic, you know what you're dealing with and you feel like you can go forward with them. If you're dealing with a congenital liar, well, we've all dealt with them. It's its frustrating. It's its slimy. its, it's It makes you angry.
0: Bernie's one of the most authentic
3: people in yeah. politics. He is a socialist. <laughs> After three minutes of internet research, it seems that California delegates are not winner take all. Okay, yeah. so you get your chunk. Okay. Okay. Well, by that, the matters.
0: Way, that matters. I got hairy legs. Gotcha. That's a,
1: <laughs> yeah, not that's a good point. Pl- well, his <laughs>
2: poll just went up a point in
0: California. <laughs> get, back, get
2: back in the bus, sir. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So this NFL announcer
0: said something that is almost certainly indisputably true, I think, but he mentioned skin color. Oh, so
1: you're a racist as well. So All he right mentioned then.
0: skin color, so he got suspended. Well, We'll play it for you coming up, and you you can be the, you make the call, as they used to say in the 70s on these NFL games. Um, uh, and we'll see what you think of it. But you know. Plus, we want to play you some of the tape
1: from these uh, legal scholars at the hearing yesterday and give you some background on some of the good folks who are involved, these neutral, egg-headed uh, sages who have descended, berobed from the mountain of, of knowledge, their universities, to advise us, the dim-witted, on what we should think. These people
0: were a joke. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we got some of that coming up, and uh, maybe we'll get to this headline at some point. Seven black tar heroin users die from flesh-eating bacteria in San Diego. Oof. Oh.
2: Oof! <laughs> that doesn't Oof. sound like
0: a good way to go well anyway stay tuned the Armstrong and Getty show
2: Armstrong and Getty
1: the Armstrong and Getty show
2: If
0: you've raised kids, you know there's a carrot and a stick approach, and it depends on the kid, really. Also in the situation, and sometimes it's, uh, you know, the gentle rewards and encouragement, and sometimes it's the threats. <coughs> and the hard talk. And that's what we're doing with you, trying to raise money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. It's time to bring out the stick. We've done the, we've done the nice talk. We've, we've, done, we've done the nice guy approach.
1: Helping you understand why it's a beautiful charity uh, you as a patriot ought to uh,
0: donate to. Some of you have responded beautifully. Some of you have not. Yes, and so we need to bring out the stick, which is we're going to set a goal here, here in about a half an hour or so, um, a mini-goal. And Sean will start talking about video games and will not not stop until we hit that goal.
3: Oh, but you're thinking, what if he doesn't have enough to say? Oh, I got plenty to say. (laughs) Oh,
0: no, (laughs) no, anything but that. Anything but that. Can
2: (laughs) you just punch me
0: in the stomach over and over again instead? I see that Jack's uneaten truck just donated $27. I appreciate (laughs) that. Warrior Foundation Freedom
1: Station, assisting the seriously injured returning home from war with immediate medical and emotional needs. Our guys with PTS, traumatic brain injury, guys getting surgery after surgery, needing help, and we're there for them. Four-star charity. Give now, com.
3: Oh, I got a whale sighting. All right, we got, a, we got a pair of whales floating about. We got Bob Wingo contributing one thousand dollars in Thanks, addition Bob. to Greg Witsett with another one thousand.
1: I love seeing the whales out there. And a boy, Greg. <laughs> hey, listen, if all you can afford is twenty bucks and, and times are tight, then God bless you. That's great. That's generosity. We get that, thank you. Little donations add up, but you whales out there, you people your liberty has, has made you wealthy. Come on.
0: Harold, Now's the time. Harold Green, hashtag night after night, donated $50. <laughs> night after night? So appreciate that. Um, uh, so this happened on an NFL game, has become a controversy, and announcer has been suspended. It's, uh, kind of interesting in that these are people we actually know because it involves the Sa- San Francisco 49ers.
1: Yeah, it was actually during an appearance on a talk radio show that Tim Ryan, former NFL guy himself, was discussing the difficulty of defeating the, uh, Uh, Not the Seattle Seahawks, the uh, Baltimore Ravens and their mind-bogglingly effective quarterback. Um, And, well, I can explain to you a little bit more about it. But, yeah, he was jabbering about that. His dark skin color with a dark football with a dark uniform. You could not see that thing.
3: And he is talking about the effectiveness of this quarterback's play action pass where he gets to fake the handoff and then throw
1: actually the he runs the option and, uh, and you can't tell whether he has it or the running back has it, because he's a large man with very large hands and his skin tone is very similar to that of the football, as opposed to a pasty white guy like myself, who it's it's much easier to see. Well, for pointing that out Why did he make such a racist comment? Well, because he hates black people, Jack, and is a white supremacist, isn't <laughs> right. that obvious to you?
0: Right. So, um, who 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 said what and came after? I mean, how did how did it become a controversy enough that you needed a suspension? You know Goodness, what, did I Al Sharpton know. jump into it, or I mean, what happened? You know, that's that's an interesting question. It's funny. I, I it read one about those that. I'm scared. Management preemptive moves.
1: Yeah, somebody probably said something, and so the Forty ers said uh, uh, you know made a mealy mouth statement. We hold Tim to a high standard as a representative. He must be more thoughtful with his words. He's expressed remorse. Blah well, blah blah. Well, if blah. I say the same man thing. of
0: integrity, if I say the same thing right now, will I be suspended? Because it seems pretty clear that if your skin is the same color as the ball from a distance, it'd be easier to hide the ball.
1: Seems uh yes, pretty obviously it, true. It clearly would be
0: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Lamar Jackson
1: is a, a miraculous athlete, by the way, a great quarterback, and they could well win the Super Bowl. But, um, it's, it's, and, and I listen to a fair amount of sports talk to relax myself after news, 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 news all the time. Sports is funny because it's got such a legacy of racism, um, such an unfortunate legacy, and then also a legacy of, of, you know, racial breakthroughs as well. And everybody, virtually everybody in sports is either half bright or they're just kind of half aware of the complex and difficult issues of race in society. So they're constantly terrified and they constantly err toward the politically correct because they don't know well enough to know when they're off the reservation, which is probably poor choice of words. Wow. Um,
0: Wow. Joe Gatti suspended suspended.
1: It's my anti-native bias. Good. How long? Only three days. <laughs> um, um, so that—that's it. So it's just paranoia and stupidity. A number. There of- ain't a single god air sucking Homo sapien on Earth who thinks Tim Ryan said anything racist or demeaning to Lamar Jackson or is a bad person. Nobody.
0: This is all just phony. A number of texters has, have pointed out that he is a color analyst. He was analyzing color, and he got in trouble I- for it. That's that a good point fair. I'm a color analyst. I tell you what yeah. the colors are. That's brown, that's brown. They they look yeah, so to say. well and and he you
1: referenced the uniform too, the Baltimore Ravens wearing black. You got a a, a dark skinned man with a dark skinned football. He kind of tucks it into his belly, or did he hand it off to the other guy and he's just pretending to, to have it? You can't tell. <laughs> and that's all he said. Oh man. Absolutely hilarious. Then you got your, your, uh, critical race theory lunatics leading us down the road of hatred and division with their, their poisonous philosophy. And, oh, you know I wish Martin Luther King Jr. was still around so he could, you know, weigh in on this stuff. They'd probably call him an Uncle Tom for thinking that we should all take each other as God's children and not constantly be fixated on race. But anyway.
0: Uh, speaking of race, Cory Booker and making the rounds uh, with this comment that there are now more billionaires than black people on the debate stage. So that's a problem, and they need to look into it. Well, uh, strictly speaking, he's correct. It, it's, it's, you can't argue with him. Uh, it, I don't know what you're going to do about it. It's uh, It's your party, so figure it out yourself. Um, And also we want to play a little bit from yesterday's hearing with some of the constitutional law professors and some of their backgrounds and what was said and, and what we know about the people who absolutely came in there hating Trump so much, which, you know, you get to do. Uh, yeah, sure. It's
1: just you know the idea that well we we're not sure what to do here in Congress. This is such a momentous uh, issue, such a momentous occasion. We really should have sages from on high come down to the the earth and, and and advise us on what is true and good. And come on, you got a bunch of highly political law school hacks come in. So you found a couple of lawyers who have a particular point of view. That's a shock. Give me fifteen minutes. I'll find. Just as many with the opposite point of view, and we can go back and forth all day.
0: Right, and we've got to play Jared Nadler on what he had to say during the Clinton impeachment. Oh, Um, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Running counter into what he's saying now. So that is absolutely on the way in a little bit, so stay tuned for that. Yep,
1: yep. So, listen, maybe now would be a good time. Talk to your honey. Figure out how much you can give, and then maybe give just a little more. Go to armstrongandgetty.com and click on the banner and give to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Uh, help our young uh, soldiers when they need it the very most. Uh, literally what the organization does is at a critical moment in these guys' lives, when they might be going downhill toward... Despair, homelessness, suicide, God knows what. They give that helping hand, that arm under the you know the shoulder to lift them up and put them on the path to a productive, happy life. And often these guys have terrible injuries, PTSD, whatever. I mean, this is God's work that they're doing, and they're doing it four star level according to all the charity raiders.
0: Karen Hanready, long-time listener, in with $500. Thanks, Karen. And uh, Thanks, Karen. Marshall's fourth with $250. That's uh, referencing his fourth push-up, which he never actually did, in his attempt to do 10 push-ups, which put him in the hospital.
3: <laughs> that push-up's like Bigfoot. It's never actually been seen.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: you know, speaking of which, uh, really terrifying news. I hesitate to bring this to folks, um, especially if their kids are listening. Apparently, the clowns at the edge of the woods have made their way to their local car dealer and bought white vans. Is
0: that the new there, one?
1: Yep. There is a Facebook rumor, urban legend, algorithm, explosion thing going on. Men driving white vans are kidnapping women all across the U.S. Whoa. for sex trafficking. and that's, Well, that's pretty awful. And in kind of an odd uh, sideline, also selling their body parts. So, apparently, if they don't, uh, you know, trot you out as an unwilling rape slave, they will chop you up and, uh, and, and sell your elbow or something. So, uh, yeah, more have, on that to
0: come. I would hope we will fill
1: F- you in on the terrifying details.
0: I would hope the FBI would be alerting me to this and not uh, some Facebook rumor. No, Facebook's got it. They're fine. They're faster. (laughs) Well, the clowns weren't ever accused of actually doing anything, were they? Weren't they just lurking outside of town? Oh, Oh, sure. Let down your guard. That's when they do something. Some specificity that is uh, a little disturbing.
1: And you got mayors of major cities echoing this rumor. Okay, that's where it gets interesting.